0: This
1: episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home, and I feel like I'm never going to get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth For no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara.
2: Hey, everyone. It's Fat Mascara. I'm Jess. Hi, Jess. I'm Jen. Listen, this is my favorite time of the year. It is, to me, like the real new year. And that's not just because it's Rosh Hashanah.
1: The most wonderful time of
2: the year. It is. It's it's kind of that back to school vibe. It's the back to everything vibe. It's
1: like fashion week. It's what else happens around here?
2: It just feels like a reset. Well, it's, it's my birthday month.
1: Oh, excuse me. That is the reason that we are happy. And yes, back in it.
2: No, I'm not a big birthday person. It just feels like it's, you know, it's like the, the, you feel that first crisp breeze that like I even felt it. I felt it last night. It was weird. I was walking just like in my neighborhood and I felt like, oh, is that a chill? Did I feel like a crinkle of a leaf? I don't know if I felt a crinkle of a leaf, but like, did I need to bring out a scarf? Oh, yes. Yeah, it it felt like it's getting cool. Like the mosquitoes might be starting to go away. I don't know. It just feels (laughs) like a little bit of a reset. And I don't know about you, but I could do with a reset. Um, But I I know that some people are really mourning the end of summer. I'm kind of mourning the end of feeling a little bit like, oh, like that can wait. You know, a little bit of that like manana, manana attitude. Like I I, Mm -hmm. I like the the laziness of summer, but I'm ready for a little bit of a you know, that autumnal vibe.
1: Same. I hear you.
2: Jen, are you a pumpkin spice person? Like, do you get like a pumpkin spice latte?
1: Why don't you take a guess on that?
2: (laughs) I don't know. I I could picture, I I don't picture you like in a pile of leaves with a sweater, like taking selfies, but like, like throwing leaves up in the air. But I didn't know if like you were like a coffee person who would like get like a, like a PSL. Like, My like warming the beverage, I do not like
1: the, I like a chai spice, but like a pumpkin, no. A I want chai. straight up like coffee. Give it to me straight, people. But I do like a warm beverage and I do like everything that comes with fall. I like all the outdoorsy shit that comes with fall. Picking the pumpkins, going okay. for hikes, like raking leaves, all of that kind of okay. stuff. And, you know, the Northeast here is like, we're in it to win it.
2: It's like yeah, it's like our, our cat now. Oh, and okay. school
1: supplies. I'm not a Virgo like you, but get me a trapper keeper. Get me a new set of pens. Look at this right <laughs> here. I started German lessons.
2: This oh my god, I didn't even tell you this, did yes. I? Yes. That I am in German class. You told right me now. over text. You're like call me at 105 because I'll we'll be finishing up <laughs> German, and I was like, oh, I treated oh, myself okay. to a new no- a new notebook for my German class.
1: I'm really working on it. Because every time I talk to my stepson, my he's like, do you know German yet? Do you know German yet? And I'm like, dude, I'm not, you know, bilingual like you. Sorry, kid. I'm working on it.
2: <laughs> That's really hard as you get older. Actually, yeah, I speak Spanish, I should say.
1: At least, at least I speak Spanish, but he doesn't speak Spanish. So that doesn't really help. So here we are. At least I anyway. speak
2: Spanish. Oh, my God.
1: I mean, enough to get by, but like every time I can't speak in German, I just revert to Spanish, which helps nobody with anything because then neither of us can understand each other. No,
2: no. <laughs> anyway. I took German for reading knowledge in college for one month oh. and I dropped out because you needed for art history. If you wanted to go to grad school for art history, it, it helped to have German for reading knowledge. And I was, I bounced. It was too hard.
1: Oh, okay. Really hard. So, well, I'm sorry to hear bless that. Bless you. Yeah. That and philosophy yeah, no, I, will never be on your to- resume.
2: That's fine. No, I tried, I, did, I did drop out of a couple <laughs> of classes. I don't like a challenge, so. <laughs> um,
1: hey, maybe I should just have a child and a full-time job and a podcast on the side. No challenges for me, thanks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I think, you know, I, listen, I was, I was like 19 and it was like, I don't know. It, it was, it was. It was just not for me at that point, but maybe um, maybe now that I'm older, I would embrace it. All right. Let's talk about beauty. <laughs> let's talk about what, yeah, what we're going to be chatting about today. We have a boatload of news because Jen and I, we took a, a talk about reset. We took a week to reset and think about, you know, what was coming up for... Um, the the next season of the show but in that time period there was a lot of beauty news so i'm excited to, to talk about the headlines then we're going to talk about bathing how much do you need to do it okay talk about the lazy days of summer i think jen and i definitely um there were even days where we missed a shower or two can, can we all oh, often that? miss a shower? Yeah. I think that's what we need to
1: talk about. And this time of year, derms start talking about this too—the over showering, water drying out your skin, that kind of stuff. So it made news this summer yeah. too. I think it's going to be a very interesting conversation.
2: <laughs> yeah, not like pig pen style. I don't want like word to get out like we're like not bathing. Just like you know, sometimes like you're busy, especially God these like long work days. It's just like yeah. eh, but there might be benefits or d- dangers for your skin. We'll discuss. And then, oh, reason one, we have a good reason one. Wand. Wand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Should we do it? All right. Well, anyway, happy fall, everyone. Um, I hope that you guys feel um, ready to take on the next season. Hope you had a decent summer. Yeah. And um, yeah. Okay, let's get to it. All right, let's hit it with the news. So this was massive, everyone. Massive. Writers are the new models. Oh, we are? <laughs> Jen, I mean, just wait, sit around waiting for that phone call this week. Okay. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> I'm ready. Poet Amanda Gorman has been named the first Estee Lauder global change maker. Notice I did not say she is a face she is not an ambassador and if the name sounds familiar for like wait who is amanda gorman let me just remind you she was at joe biden's president joe biden's inauguration she uh, wrote the poem the hill we climb she was the national youth poet laureate okay she is a very big deal on the literary scene she is also absolutely beautiful she was wearing that yellow coat she stood out like you know boom on the on the stage She said, um, in a quote, I am honored to partner with the Estee Lauder companies to activate change through literacy and to represent a brand founded by such inspiring and daring, founded by such an inspiring and daring woman, excuse me. Um, That was in a statement. And she told the New York Times, there was a really good article in the Times by Vanessa Friedman, if you wanna um, look deeper into this. She said, I'm never just lending my body or my face. They're getting my spirit my breath, my brain. And then she said, rather than letting the world tell me what I should be doing, I realized this is my moment to tell the world what it needs to get done. Now, if you're wondering, what is she going to be doing besides- um, I mean, just bowl me over.
1: I'm so sorry, but like every word that comes out of that woman's (laughs) mouth is like poetic. My breath, I'm like over
2: here sighing (laughs) and stuff. Sorry, keep going. (laughs) It's okay. If, if you're wondering, you know, what is she going to be doing besides, um, I presume, I don't have any details on what sort of like, you know, imagery she's going to be in. She is going to be the curator of Writing Change, Lauder's new literary, literacy initiative. And over the next three years, Estee Lauder will be contribu- will contribute $3 million to the program. And we're going to be seeing this first cam- campaigns in 2022. So I think this is really interesting. I'm not, to me, it's not a complete left turn because Estee Lauder companies, um, especially Estee Lauder, has a very long legacy of supporting the, the arts. One of their most amazing, I think, most amazing contributions is the Neu Gallery. Speaking of German gem, uh, it's one yes. of my favorite museums in the city. That's the one where the Klimt is, the Kiss is there, right? Yes. Yeah, um, German yes. oh. and I'm not sure if the kiss is there, but there, it's it's an, all about German and Viennese art. It's right on, I believe 86th Street. Um, it, it's fantastic. Yeah, not the kiss, but another Klimt. The most-
1: they have a Klimt, though. Yes, thank you.
2: They have one of the most sought after Klimts. It's a tremendous co- collection of Klimts, Egon Schiele, furniture, um, decorative ob- objects, and the building itself has like woodwork and just is a really
1: very autumnal. By the way, nice visit if you're in New York City. Like <laughs> yeah. To- it,
2: Right? It's got that whole like scholarly vibe to it. It's the whole thing is it's like being in Vienna. They have a um, traditional Viennese um, uh, coffee, you know, cafe. It is if you can't get a ticket to just quick sidebar, if you can't get a ticket to Vienna anytime soon, go there, take a taxi ride if you live in the city or if you're visiting New York City, it is a must You have to go there. It is just one of the most incredible museums in the world, I think. But so they have a long history of supporting the arts. So this is not an inauthentic collaboration, but I do think it's really incredible that they didn't just pick like a model of the moment. I'm excited to see what they do. and, And there is a connection in my mind between, you know, like Amanda was saying, a powerful woman, them picking another powerful woman, not just like, a face, and then the kind of shoehorning in like, oh, I want to tell you about my cause. You know, <laughs> it's not the cause coming yeah. later. By They're double the cause foundation also yeah, yeah. for literacy. Yeah, no,
1: it, it's, it's more than that. It feels very intrinsic. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Jen, what, what are your thoughts? Because I know you and I talked briefly about this last night. My thought was- I
1: think I used to say if we're going to celebrate people as the face of brands and they're like, we're celebrating them because they're an actress or they're a musician. Like, why the heck not would we celebrate people in the arts and sciences who are writers and other things to be the faces of the brands we want to buy? I mean, I'd like a little of Amanda Gorman to rub off on me in any way possible.
2: Yeah. I mean, this is a woman who I would love, like, you know, my daughter to grow up being like, I want to be like Amanda Gorman, not like I want to be... Super, you know, hot like a pop like, star. You know, not tea- that there's anything wrong with being yeah, a pop influencer, star. Influencer, yes. yeah. I don't want her to be, try, try to be like you know, having a two two second career. I want her to be you know, like somebody who has something to say. You know. I know a lot of influencers totally. have to say, but you you get my point. I hope you guys get my larger point. So we do have many influencers on the show. You get what I'm saying. Okay. Um, all right. So not quite as earth shaking, but I think still a really important piece of celebrity beauty news. Um, Miley Cyrus, who I have a huge soft spot for, for, I just think she's fantastic. She is the new creative advisor to the skincare brand Hers. And she said that she what she likes most about hers is that the company understands that no one is the same and we all deserve unique skincare. Okay, so hers is uh, one of those prescription brands that you can get online. And the the two products that hers is um, touting right now are an anti-aging cream and an acne cream. And I'm thinking, Miley Cyrus anti-aging cream? I looked it up and she's 28. So I suppose you've got some anti-aging hmm. concerns at that point, but when I was 28... I don't know how concerned I was, but I guess that makes sense right now. And the acne cream. So both of them use vitamin A ingredients. And she is also, which we reported on, the face of the Gucci Flora Gorgeous Gardenia Eau de Perfume right now. So she's very busy. And then also I happen to notice that Jennifer Lopez is also um, a face of the HERS line right now. And she is um, talking about their hair um, regrowth products. So hers is bumping right now.
1: Got it. I like the, R- the over the, not over the counter, the over the internet RX products are having a huge moment, making it easier for people who might be in like a dermatology desert to get the drugs that can help them.
2: Yeah. I would say hers is definitely like, you know, they are formidable right now. Okay. This is really exciting. Fashion fair. Fashion fair is reborn. It is reborn. I hadn't heard about fashion fair in a long time. I remember seeing it, you know, in the drugstore growing up. It was like, you know, one of the only lines that was really, you know, targeted for women of color. This is a legend. If you don't know what fashion fair is... First of all, we've got to know your history. This is a legendary brand that was launched in 1973 by Eunice Johnson. She is an icon. She, was, she started Ebony and Jet magazines, and this was designed for deeper skin. Uh, sorry, Fashion Fair was designed specifically for deeper skin tones in mind. And this was sold, this is super interesting, at, at stores like Neiman Marcus and Printemps before, you know, the drugstore distribution. So now the brand has been completely reimagined, completely redesigned, and they have two pivotal members on their board. They have Dr. Caroline Robinson, who is the founder of Tone Dermatology, which specializes in skin of color. And Sam Fine, the makeup artist, is also working with the brand. And there's a whole new campaign that works. Um, Kiki Lane is in the um, imagery in the campaign, Pat Cleveland is in the campaign. Um, I do want to give it a shout out to former. The former um our former guest Chris Skinner, the principal and founder of Schoolhouse, has redone the whole campaign. So shout out to Schoolhouse. Oh, for I didn't know he work. worked on that. Cool. It looks mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Looks awesome. And um, Fashion Fair is available at fashionfair.com and Sephora.com with prices ranging from $27 to $37. So it has a whole new life. Welcome that back
1: Fashion Fair. Month. We missed you.
2: Really cool. Okay. Now, in beauty real estate news, we normally don't go here, but this is really, really cool. Oh, I'm excited.
1: It's my favorite section of the paper. I read it first every Sunday.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Chanel has scooped up an additional 100,000 square meters in southern France to ensure that the brand has access to, the, to harvest jasmine for, what, do you, what, what would you think, Chanel number 5, okay? Chanel number 5 is absolutely integral to keeping, you know, I mean listen, Chanel number doesn't need, you know, they're not just hanging on to one pillar of the brand, but Chanel number 5 <laughs> is integral to the brand and that area ha, um in Grasse has a very um it, it's it's very specific to this jasmine yeah, the jasmine from Grasse. I've talked to perfumers about this. It has a
1: it has a unique quality, and because they use actual jasmine, not like a synthetic version, if their farms like didn't produce one year, they'd be screwed. I think this was really smart environmentally. This move, like just with global yeah, impacts of weather, yeah. everything they're like, we need the goods if we're going to make the goods, you know.
2: Yes, I thought that was really fascinating. So they're you're scooping up this additional property. And according to according to Reuters, Chanel struck a deal with the, I hope I'm pronouncing this family's name, but the Mull family, M-U-L, in the late 1980s to anchor its production of flowers in that region. So it seems like it's mm. a, it's a joint ownership. So that was our little bit of real estate news there. Okay, I told you we have a lot. Okay, we were like off for a week and like the, the wire is oh, just turning pages. You know, okay. Bump, bump I know, I, I'm trying to be quiet about it, but like <laughs> now I guess I'll just go with it. Okay. Okay, Walter Cronkite. I'm <laughs> just throwing going. them off my desk. Okay, so Bella Hadid, she's been busy this summer. She has a new self care soft drink. Okay, she's part of this brand called Kin Euphorics. Now, um, I, you know, don't really deviate from my soft drink of choice, but I think I might try some of this, okay? I looked online. I might order myself a little case, all right? So Kinuforix is made to transform the world's oldest social ritual, drinking, into a conscious act of better being. I mean, I'm up for it. Like, Jen, I think you should come over and we should cheers with some kin euphorics. But by the way, I looked at the FAQ, it's not supposed to like, it's not like like champagne. It's not supposed to like give you a high. Like there was a lot of language that's like, it's not mind altering in a way that, you know, alcohol is, but it's supposed to make you feel better. Is there any like, drugs or alcohol in it? No, it's just no, like herbal, right? Not, but, it, but it's like, it's like I think it's like herbal, yeah. So oh, yeah. I want to okay. just read you some of like the the descriptions because this is something oh, I want in do. on this. It's supposed to, but but it's just like it's going to affect you differently. It kind of reminds me of like moon juice, you know, like you take these things and it might make you behave a little bit differently. I think our opinions
1: might differ on this one, but let me hear it.
2: Okay, it says, <laughs> this is not about replacing alcohol. It's about giving people more time to fill their life with more meaningful things. So I guess it's like, I, you know, I drink, you know, Diet Coke. And that's not, you know, it's not claiming to give my life a more meaningful vibe. It does give me more meaning personally, but... (laughs) But this, but it doesn't claim to. Do I that, love how you know? this whole news item is just like in
1: contrast to you having Diet Coke and Bella having her can you first.
2: Yeah. Well, I I think that this is probably better for. Uh, we'll get a nutritionist to weigh in. Actually, please don't weigh in. Please don't don't weigh in. Um, but um, okay, so she says, or, or not, she says, can you fork says. Like, sparkling notes of lavender, vanilla, smoked sea salt, and passion flower meet mind-calming ingredients to mellow you out, help you transcend stress, and open a portal to peace. Think naked forest bathing at midnight. I mean, that sounds freaking awesome. Uh, Go have a cup of tea. That's... (laughs) I don't know. I'm I'm gonna try it, Jen. I'm sorry. I will like, we'll get I'm you a Tetley to tea bag, and it will be
1: 15 cents for a cup, whereas this is probably like <laughs> 6.99 a can or whatever. Sorry, I'm, but you it. try it and I'm let us know. too. I think we actually, you know what? We'll buy two bottles next episode. We'll both be sipping it. See if we bring the euphoria to the mics. How about that?
2: I think you have to buy four in a pack, but sure. Fine. We'll each have two. I'll
1: split it with you. I'll <laughs> drop it off, and then we'll start the show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll be asleep by the end. no, I'm actually yeah. I'm really, really excited. the other one by the way, is um, it's about to it's supposed to stimulate creative freedom and drive focus. I don't think I want that. I want that one with the mellow one. okay, we'll give you the other one. okay, I'm really excited though I am gonna get it, and by the way, she looks absolutely gorgeous in the ads like <laughs> i I want that life, okay, good, can you forex? you tell me you don't want a bit of that, okay, and then last but not least as Animal House. All right. I can sleep easy bow, now. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> We've got to get some animal sounds going. Okay. All right. I can rest my head on the pillow at night. Charlotte Tilbury got the Leaping Bunny seal of approval. Now, this brand has always been cruelty-free, but now they have the Leaping Bunny seal, which we know from one of our previous episodes. Oh, I should have looked this up before we recorded. But very early on, we had Kim Passion, who worked for Leaping Bunny. I don't believe she's with the company now, but she was an excellent representative for Leaping Bunny. Leaping Bunny is like, they are tough, man. If you see a brand that has Leaping Bunny seal you know that they are like hardcore, you know, cruelty-free because it doesn't just mean that like, oh, like that. Hardcore
1: cruelty-free is funny together those words, but yes, they are like the the, the, the most stringent guidelines for animal testing. Correct. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Correct. Because it doesn't mean like, you know, like if Jen and I made a product, a fat mascara. Yeah. We, Jen and I don't test on bunnies, but it means every person that we, every supplier that we work with also does. And all the ingredients, all the raw materials, they don't, those haven't been tested. It is tight, tight, tight. So I'm really happy that they got that, but it's not just this segment or this, this item is not just about Charlotte. I really am excited because I, I feel like this might be setting a new standard where if a brand is, you know, huge and, you know, global and, you know, lux at, at, at that, you know, at that level, is saying, we're LB certified. I'm hoping that other brands will be like, this is now the price of entry. So bravo to you, Charlotte Tilbury and other brands. I hope you take note that it can be done. And that was the news.
1: That was a great animal house and great news. Thank you, Jess. Jess, let's get dirty. Let's talk. Let's talk let's dirty. Get dirty or clean, depending on who you are. <laughs> this is just like a conversation that has been in the zeitgeist this summer. Celebrities coming out talking about how they don't bathe their kids as often as you would think. For example, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis said that they only bathe their their kids when they see dirt on them. And then Kristen Bell was talking about how uh, I believe here's the quote: "I'm a big fan of waiting for the stink." is when she bathes her kids, when they actually smell or tells them to go take a bath. And then Jake Gyllenhaal was the big one that this was like all over the news in August. He says, more and more, I find bathing to be less necessary. This is not a new conversation. If you'll remember, there was that book, Clean by James Hamblin. Uh, He's a physician that came out, I want to say a year ago, and I read it and brought to you guys the news that uh, he hadn't bathed while he was writing that for five years. He hadn't taken a proper soap everywhere kind of shower. And we've had doctors on to talk about your microbiome and how, you know, there's some good bacteria, some good little critters on your skin that do good things for you. This is a really timely discussion now, though, because it's getting cool here in the northeast of the United States. And I just read an article in The Atlantic about how this is the time of the year that derms see a lot of people coming back in the office and saying, I'm itchy, I'm dry. Something's up with my skin. And I and I saw that this one dermatologist, Sandy Scott Scottnick, excuse me, she she asks every person that comes in with that same complaint, "How do you shower?" And you know, people mime what they do when they're in the shower. "How do you shower?" Like, what's going on? Like asks them to mime the motions that they make in the shower. Oh, I think you are asking me how I shower. And most people like <laughs> No, I actually kind of am too, because most people show like, oh, I put some suds on a sponge or just a soap all over my body. And she's a fan of
2: just the bits. Well, I remember like a really long time ago, like one of our first episodes, you said, Jen, can you take it away?
1: (laughs) I know what you're thinking of.
2: Yes, when when I was on the swim
1: team, when your skin gets really dried out from the chlorine and stuff, I don't know, but all we washed was just the pits, tits, and lady bits. Yep. Yep. Okay. So maybe your feet too, because you know you're feet, walking around oh God, on the yeah. ugh, pool deck ugh. all the time. Yeah. But yeah, the underarms, the groin, the places where they get tend to get a little bit stinkier. You're tushy. You tushy. Thank that, you. Yes. That,
2: yeah. Tushy for sure. Tushy. Okay.
1: I don't know if groin covers tushy, so let's say groin and tushy. Yes. Thank you. What's your thoughts on this? Do you when you first of all, how often do you take a bath or shower?
2: Basically every day. I mentioned at the top of the show that there have been a couple of times during the summer. Really, I would say since like COVID time, work from home time, where it's like, and it's really since having a kid, having really not have having a kid plus work, where it's been like, oh my god, oh my, I don't have time to shower. Oh my god, it's 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 twelve thirty at night, uh, uh, you know, and then suddenly I'm like, I, I didn't have time to shower, but we've just been sitting here all day, so crap. I guess it'll be tomorrow. Like that, I feel gross, and I'm like cranky about it. But I, I've never felt happy or like this is normal or cool if I missed a shower a day. I've I've never felt like Ashton Kutcher about it, you know? So, um, and with my daughter, I mean, that's pediatrics is a whole different ball of wax. So I'm not going to get into that. (laughs) And I'm not an expert in that. But for me, I was really fascinated about that because I've always felt that showering every day is the norm. But I was my, I remember my mother told me that you don't need to soap up your legs every day. She's like, that's how you're going to get dry legs. And my legs are Oh, dryer. smart mom back
1: in the early 80s.
2: Yeah, she said you don't need to, dry, you know, you, you don't need to, like, soap up your legs, especially because your legs get drier in um, your arms. She's like, it was just kind of, like, wash up with what you need. And we always used Dove in my house growing up. Never, ever, ever, like, I don't want to, oh you know, slag off brands, but never, like, soap. You know what I mean never like so No we we were beauty bar family as well yeah, because um, but I I really wanted to look into this because this has been such a hot topic and it got me thinking. So I talked to a couple of derms. I first went to Dr. Whitney Bowe, and we've had her on the show. You you may remember, longtime listeners. She this she's this is like her wheelhouse. This is really her life's work. She wrote a book about this that really predated this whole conversation called "The Beauty of Dirty Skin," which like she's having like the last laugh with all of this, but she really feels yeah. like you know she also by the way she personally showers every day but Jen I think you're gonna like this she doesn't use soap on every inch of her skin and she really only soaps up what she said the pits <laughs> the groin nice and under the folds so I guess you know she would she did not say the tits but you know she said under under her under the breasts. those are folds yeah that's where some yes, of my folds exactly. are exactly yes and she doesn't use alkaline soaps, which is the ones that I was referring to. Those kind of like sports soaps or those old kind of fashion family soaps.
1: Yes, please revisit our How Soap Is Made episode if you want to get into the alkaline and what soap is versus mm-hmm. what a beauty bar is. We really go into that. Good so, call, Jen. Yeah. yeah keep going. So What else did Dr. Whitney Bow say?
2: She didn't name check any like beauty bars, but I'm thinking she would probably like one of those. And she really felt like you know, I, I, she didn't say this, but I felt like she was thinking this conversation has like gone a little too far. She just like you don't need to see like dirt on the skin, but she thinks over bathing really is bad for the microbiome. And she said it's when you start overbathing, you disrupt the barrier, and you disrupt what she called, I love this, she painted this beautiful image of a, of a rainforest. Your your body, it has this rainforest of different kinds of bacteria. They're not all the same. There's different strains, and they coexist on the skin, and when you disrupt that, it's, you disrupt this like protective shield, and when that gets messed up, four things happen. One, you really send those healthy lipids and those ceramides down the drain. Okay, so that can cause irritation. Oh, Your skin's no that's longer That's our brick cement itchy. of our, our analogy we always do. Yeah. Yeah, the bricks, okay? The bricks of the skin and the- No, it's the, a, cement. Oh, the, the cement. the cement between the bricks. Cement, the cement between the bricks, okay? So now all the cement yes. between the bricks is gone and now you have just like the, the shaky bricks and guess what? You're itchy as hell. Then you go back to the derm. Great, okay? You've just got yourself a copay or- <laughs> Or you now have to pay, okay. and you're itchy. Well done. Okay. I
1: love how your brain works. Okay. You know what? Give it to you straight, you just wasted thirty bucks. Yeah.
2: Yeah. To get in the car. Yeah. Sorry, to in work. the United
1: States, a copay is if you you know if you have private health insurance, <laughs> the health insurance covers most of it. You go to the doctor, you still have to pay the thirty bucks. I should put that out. Best there. For case our non- Best listeners. case scenario, US
2: listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then. Okay. You've also disrupted the pH of the skin. Okay. And that, again, all of this is causing irritation. Like you are kind of like netting out all of the things, all the consequences that I'm telling you about. is just like irritation, angry skin. Like, you know, if you have eczema, rosacea, psoriasis, like all of these, like the the whole like Venn diagram of like horrors, like whatever you have, like you're perpetuating it. And the skin's immune system gets completely messed up. So- you know whether you have irritate whether you have like rosacea or you have psoriasis you have skin that is just extremely sensitive whatever that whole venn diagram of you know possible skin issues you're creating a system that you're you're going to be more susceptible to any of those kind of things flaring up if you've stripped your skin Clean. Now I also stalk I also talked to Dr. Lal. He's known on Instagram as Sir Derms A lot. He is absolutely hysterical. Please follow him. He just cracks me up and he breaks it down like no big. I'm just okay? laughing
1: at the Freudian slip that you stalked him, which often is like how I do my Instagram reporting. Oh my God, go that's so
2: funny. I, I also stalked and talked, or did I talk and stalk? Okay, he is hysterical <laughs> and he has the cutest bird too. So yeah, you can, you can stalk his bird as well. He said that, you know, he he's a little bit more in the middle because he also kind of talked about like the pits and bits. He's like, you know, we're taught that people with eczema and everything should only ri- wash their pits and bits. He personally likes to wash every day, but he was saying that, like again, well, I guess he is a little bit more aligned with um with Doctor Bow. He was saying, you know, don't use those bar soaps that are like deodorant bar soaps, gentle cleansers. He did name check yeah. ones. He likes CeraVe. He likes La Roche Posay. He but loves like Cetaph. at this point, is anybody using harsh soap? Like
1: in the oh, if you are in like honey. a socioeconomic place that. If that you're no. listening to this podcast? Are you really using like Irish Spring at this point?
2: People are, they might live with partners or family members who buy these soaps. I just went somewhere yeah, I guess. And with right. very intelligent people. What was in the shower? I don't know, but it wasn't, it wasn't a, a, a as we learned from our soap Like po- it, it was po- like an antibacterial, a syndet, like a Lever 2000 but, kind of yes, thing. Yeah. Yes. No. These are these soaps are out there. Okay. And he had something really interesting to add to this. He likes to shower every day, and he said one of the critical things, and I am guilty of this, is not moisturizing after. So you want to talk about itch, itch, itch. Most people do not moisturize after the shower. Well, here's what I I, I'm right I'm right here with Dr. Lal. He said this. He said I think he goes it's good. He goes your body is a, oh, he goes, your bed is a temple and it should be regarded as a safe space, as a, sorry, as a clean space. I said safe space. It should be clean and safe in my my opinion. And he said, it is good, especially Uh, he said for individuals and kids to wash off uh, that are exposed to bacteria, dirt, dust, bodily fluids, foods. It is good to wash all of that off every day before you go into your bed. And I said, Dr. Law, is it safe to assume that you are a night shower then? and he said yes he also likes to shower in the morning too but i've said i'm a night shower i think jen is a night shower too and i'm a night shower for this reason i know now we're talking about night showering not yes. just like i am a night shower in fact last night i got in i got
1: into bed and i realized oh my gosh i have insect repellent on me because i was outside yeah. so i had insect repellent all over and i was like oh, i got to get out of bed and go wash that off cuz exactly. that weirded me out to be like I in my sheets to- with like bug spray
2: I can't go into bed with dirty feet. Like, because you're walking around the city, maybe like, and, and I don't know what your stance is on like, you know, like, listen, you, I've seen you wear like sandals. I know you're not wearing like, you know, CVS thongs.
1: But, know, like, an open you know, toe in the New York City. Yeah, but do you know yeah. what I mean? Your feet mean? get dirty.
2: So I, but this is, yeah. it will go back the No, he has a point. Circle. I like the bed
1: is your temple. You've you have me, you're winning me. I know, but you're winning me over with that a little bit then there's a people, maybe Jake Gillenhall cannot wash for two weeks, but he can wash his sheets every night. How about that?
2: Well, you know what? A lot of them probably have people who are changing the sheets and he could change the sheets every night. Maybe <laughs> it's the time true. to change the sheets.
1: Very true, very true.
2: So I don't listen, I don't I don't it's change the true. sheets every night. So uh, I need I need to keep it clean. And I just, I don't know. I like that. I know. It's an
1: interesting conversation. There is a happy medium, I think, in this whole discussion. And I think it got like blown up in the media of like the headlines of these people aren't washing. It's just like be strategic about your cleansing, right? And moisturize if you cleanse.
2: But I just want to put something out here. If anyone's listening, there is no judgment here. Like I, I, this is what I'm comfortable here. If you want to shower every four days and never change your sheets, you do you. I'm just saying what I'm comfortable with. And that's, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. We know it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is not like a a, a a shaming. No, not at all. But it's an interesting discussion
1: that keeps coming up. And I think that's because, you know, as we become a more modern society, people are weirded out by getting further away from what I guess humans evolved to. But we do live in a modern society. And there are bug sprays out there. And your sheets are covered in dirt. And if you are lucky enough to have access to clean water, you know. Use it strategically. So that's the thing. It
2: was I that, that it, there was backlash with the clean privilege thing. And I think that was hugely important. That was a big part of yeah. that, the conversation that was missing. It's like, if you're so lucky to get to shower a day, like God bless, you know? Yes,
1: thank you. I'm glad you brought that up too. Because that's what I was thinking the whole time, which was like, oh, well, also you're not out there farming and like subsistence living and having to go through everything that a lot of humans on earth have to go through every day. So clearly at the nighttime, you're not. In the same position that you know other people shower, are sharing a bathroom like, with you celebrities,
2: know, yeah, like it was like you know eight other Yeah, adults.
1: exactly, and exposed to other people's bacteria and stuff. Especially mm-hmm. in this day and age, where we have like you know a lot of illness and pandemic around, like washing is a yeah. huge conversation. I'm glad you got the, the the thoughts from those two doctors. Thank you.
2: Yes, and please let us know if you have any thoughts on this, or you know, differing, or um, you know, just any thoughts. So, um, but yes, it 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 is a a privilege to be able to be clean.
1: Hey, it's time to raise a wand. We have Shannon from New York. Take it away.
0: Hi, Jen and Jess. This is Shannon from Chautauqua, New York. And I want to raise a wand to the Charlotte Tilbury matte bronzer. Now, I love to be tan and be in the sun. And obviously, we know that it's not good for us. And so in the last couple of years, I've tried to take better care of my skin for my health, for my skin's sake. Um, but I still love having that bronzy glow, and I feel like this bronzer is the perfect tone. It has a nice brown, greenish undertone for my olive skin. It's not orangey at all, and it can really pack a punch and stay there all day, but it doesn't look like bronzer. It looks like I was just out in the sun, even though I wasn't, because I'm trying to take care of my skin. So for anybody that wants to look like they were you know, out all day and have that glow, but not putting their skin and their health at risk, I would highly recommend the Charlotte Tilbury matte bronzer. Thanks so much, guys. I love the show.
1: All right, Shannon, coming in strong with a matte bronzer suggestion from Charlotte Tilbury, which is Leaping Bunny approved, according to the podcast news yeah perfect timing on that one um yeah. if you want to share your raise a wand you can email it to us make a little voice memo and email it to us at info at fatmascara.com or give us a call 646-481-8182 now it's time for us to raise a wand jessica jessica
2: matlin <laughs> what
1: are you raising a wand to
2: uh, i feel like i'm being called on like fifth grade Je- jessica matlin <laughs> yes jessica go ahead Okay, mm-hmm. okay, 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 um, okay. So, Jesse. Uh, Jesse Matlin, your turn. Go oh ahead. Oh, God, now I feel like I'm with family. All right, so listen, I am so excited. I found a detangling spray. There aren't too many of them out there. Remember No More Tangles? Oh, that was like a... Hu-
1: Yeah, of course. That's like a lot of people's childhood that are probably listening to this podcast.
2: So listen, my hair is so long now and it's really, really gets knotted like crazy. So I hate brushing it, but if I don't brush it, then I look like, you know, not well. So I have to, you know, I got to get through it every morning so I was looking for a detangling spray. I feel like
1: you've painted a picture this episode of just this wild woman who's not bathing, whose child's spilling stuff on her, whose hair is like <laughs> that's a craziness. Happening. I love this. Jen,
2: that, no, that's <laughs> literally what's happening right now. Okay, that's literally what. Like, like that is accurate. I see where this is going. Okay, so I... Okay, so what did you find? Um. So... <laughs> Um, so I, I'm sorry, I just got, I just saw an email pop up that said, we look forward to seeing you this evening. She's feral. She's feral, people. I'm not going anywhere this evening. What's going on? Okay. So, okay. I got this, this <laughs> detangler from R&Co and it says Pinstripe Intense Dangling, Detangling Spray. It is fantastic. Okay. It is definitely a step up from, um, my beloved No More Tangles. It's a little bit more you know, it's it's more luxurious. Okay, let's just be real about it. It has a fancy fragrance. It's called Relative Paradise, and it's got Sicilian lemon, tangerine, eucalyptus. We love eucalyptus here on FM. Green tea, tree moss, crisp yeah. am, Chris Amber. You can use it on color treated hair. It has UV protection. But I say, if you're going to the beach, wear a hat. If you've got you know color treated hair, and I just spray a ton of it in my hair, and I start from we dry or from wet. Something. I'm sorry. You're supposed to put it on damp hair, but I put it on dry hair because I'm a night shower and I wake up and it's um. And
1: rough. you're also like a like a one a one B kind of curl. I don't. I think above like a two C, this ain't gonna cut it. Yeah, but yeah, go yeah. on.
2: And then I, but I also like I just use it every day, so, so that my hair is not. I don't wash my hair every day, so sometimes it's just dry, you know. And I just spray it from like mm-hmm. the bottom up, and then I start at the root. The, the sorry, the, the ends of my hair, and then I quickly like brush them from the bottom and then work my hair my way up to the roots of my hair. But, you know, it's not as nearly as knotty because before I was having knots I couldn't even get through. It's great.
1: Wow. Okay. I'm going to hit bottom on, this, on
2: this spray.
1: I have not seen a detangler in a minute. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's great. I'm going to round out the summer with the sunscreen because I've been doing a lot of sunscreen testing. And one of my favorites, the um, Supergroup Unseen Sunscreen, I noticed it's $34. When I went to buy a new tube, I was like, because my first tube was free. I was like, that is expensive, especially for something that is like a smaller tube meant as a facial sunscreen. So I've been looking around for a comparable dupe. I know you can't make a real dupe. But I have to say what comes close is Bliss, as in Bliss, the old school spa, but Uh they now have a beauty line, Bliss Blockstar sunscreen. Cute name. It is, yes, it's uh, 1999 at Target. So- I can't do math right now, but that's almost, what is that, 55% of the cost? (laughs) So it's very similar to Unseen Sunscreen, a little bit less oily and less of that silicone slip. And when you squirt it out, you're going to be like, it's not as clear as Unseen Sunscreen because it has um, a beigey rose tint to it. Don't worry if you have a deeper skin tone that absolutely disappears the minute you start rubbing in. Excuse me, the minute you start rubbing it in. So it is super sheer and it has that primer-like feel of like a good... Mm. I, I don't know. I, it might not even have a dimethicone in it, but that slip that you get from silicones that I think is nice sometimes on your skin when it's not too much, yeah. it just like kind of perfects your skin and makes your pores look better. And you're blocked with sunscreen, which is the best part of all of it, right? You're protected. I love this sunscreen.
2: That's great. Yeah, a sunscreen that you actually want to wear. I mean, that's like- I'm going to wear it all winter long choice. too, because
1: as we know, sunscreen does not stop after Labor Day, people. I can't see Jess's face, but I assume she's still there. But our video just popped out. Are you still there, Jess? I'm smiling. Oh, she's smiling. Good. You know why?
2: Because you're going to get your beauty sleep, right? <laughs> In about how many hours? We're recording this. Where I early. don't know it.
1: Yes, get your beauty sleep, everyone. We will be back on Friday with a with an interview. Ooh, here's a teaser. Perfume is involved. Get excited. We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com.
2: We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at fatmascara.
1: If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182.
2: Thanks so much for listening.